This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. What an amazing, amazing path we're on in search of these statutes. And clearly, today's verse, uh, the 10th or the Yud verse, um, as spectacular as the Yud is like, we're getting made into the house. There's no doubt about that. And I'm hoping you can see the statutes in this as I can. It's just one of the most spectacular verses in the Bible. I, I firmly believe that. But anyway, I'll, I think you'll see how it connects to some other spectacular verses shortly. So verse 10 in the second chapter of the Song of Solomon, my beloved spake and said unto me, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. So there are so many phenomenal concepts here. It's unbelievable. But, you know, just to begin with, the whole idea of the show, The Chosen, here we go. (laughs) At this point in time, you know, yeah, she saw him, you know, there behind the lattice, but now he spoke, and that, that word in Hebrew is he lifted his voice. It was like almost like you would lift your voice in song. So he he kind of shouted out and said, follow me, is what he did. <laughs> and at that point in time, we are chosen, and he doesn't just say, follow me. He says, follow me, that, you're, that shepherdess, that what he calls his beloved and his fair one, absolutely beautiful. A- and then he says, come away, right? And, um, you know, just a spectacular, spectacular thing um, as that word that says rise up, that word rise up in Hebrew is, is, is clearly our answer to what this verse has to do <laughs> with the statutes, which we've talked about and talked about. His statutes are a het and a kuf. Well, that word rise up is a kuf. And, and it begins that whole idea of, of holiness or of being close. In other words, rise up. What are we, we, the reason we're rising up is so that we can get into his presence, and the closer we can get, the holier we get. And, and the whole idea of, you know, of being able to follow him is how we get into the position of doing the statutes. Obviously, if we're not with him, we're not united with him, as the het would be, then we need the kuf. And the kuf there in that word rise up, is followed by a vav, which would connect it to a mem, which is the water. So it's almost like this idea of drawing into the living water. And that becomes very, very, very significant when we talk about Revelation twenty-two seventeen. But before we get there, you know, I want to just talk about that the idea of a statute is that idea of being united and as close as we can possibly be, uh, you know, because you've got the het and then you have the kuf. And so when you hear that, that that the idea of the mem is water, you know, and it's also the Messiah and, and it's also, you know, so many other things, wisdom and all sorts of things. So that if, as we draw into the living water, right, then we spring up with wells of living water. And that's the whole idea uh, of, of Revelation twenty two seventeen, which is really kind of where this verse just heads from my perspective. Um, Revelation twenty two seventeen is one of those verses that it's right there almost at the end of the Bible. And it's, you know, just kind of telling you the end of the story. <laughs> and it speaks 
to this in volumes. This verse is so connected to this verse. In other words, the tenth verse of the second chapter of the Song of Solomon is so connected to this verse. So let me read Revelations twenty-two seventeen. It says, "And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will let him." Take the water of life, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. You get the picture? <laughs> it's so connected to the word arise, it's unbelievable, right? I mean, because that's where we are rising to, the water. I mean, the water of life. And so, you know, here the the spirit and the bride say, come. Well, who is he talking to in this song of Solomon? He's talking to the bride. And, and he's saying, come, so that we can tell others to come to the water. I mean, that's the whole thing. And, and if that isn't a statute, I just don't know what is. <laughs> you know, as we ponder and meditate on the word, how unbelievable is it that Jesus himself says, arise, arise. And there's some other very unique letters that are in this verse. In the, I'm talking about move, you know, moving back to second, um, I mean, the second chapter of the Song of Solomon, there's some words in that verse after arise and after come that are not translated because they really don't know exactly what to do with them but you know they're a they're a, a lamed and a hoof and so <laughs> that idea of the lamed and hoof usually means walk okay so it's like arise to walk and then at the end it's like come for a walk but the, the, there's there's this other idea that with the Lamed, you might remember, has to do with our hearts, okay? The, the beginning of the word heart is starts with the Lamed, <laughs> and it has to do with desire, and it also has a lot to do with statutes, by the way. And the hoof, again, is is the crown, okay? It, it's it, That's the, the thing that goes over the Hanukkah and, on the Jewish people's heads, but it also has to do with desire, okay? And, and so as we desire what? Jesus, we desire that water as we come on this walk. It's like the walk to Emmaus, man. I mean, we're, our hearts are going to be burning within us because we get to walk with Jesus. That's the whole idea. As he called all of his disciples, what did he say? Follow me. <laughs> Let's go for a walk, right? And boy, did they. I mean, and as they walked, right, all all that that they longed for in their souls, right, is is fulfilled as we walk with Jesus. And so again, it's 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 stuff that's in Hebrew that I think is just absolutely beautiful and it's just lost in the translation. That there's no doubt that this verse has to do with follow me on a walk, okay? And you might remember, you know, obviously um Enoch walked with God. You know that, that and and Moses walked with God. And 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 here is our opportunity. Je- I mean Adam you know, walked with God in the cool of the day. I mean, all those things are there and available for us because he's, number one, he's been standing behind the wall and looking through the windows, and then you can see him through the lattice, and then he raises his voice, and he says, come, arise, arise. And that is to, like, I, I love this this line. It's in the, it's in the uh, movie Robin Hood where it says, are you ready to become who you are, right? <laughs> and that's the idea of the Lamed, and the hoof, 
it's becoming who you are. Your heart has a crown, okay, that, that you are to wear. But as you walk, if you, as you arise and you begin to walk with Jesus, you will become who you are. So as you think back through your life, you know, you have the original time he said, come, and maybe you're like me, you had times where he said, here, come, let's do this devotion over here at this retirement home, or come, let's do the, the Christian Car Guy show, or come, let's, let's uh, uh, minister here at this church and that church in different ways that we have, like with special needs and all the different things that God allows me to do with the Jesus labor love. He said, come, and there's a whole lot of stuff that's been on this walk. But one of the coolest things that I get to do when he said, come, he told me to come to boot camp, okay? <laughs> I thought it was a little crazy at the time. And certainly as I sat there, I began to think it was more crazy. But the more I saw how it was giving me my heart back, right? Because my real challenge in walking with God is that wall that we talked about in the previous verse. And that wall is what's in my heart that that I don't know how to get rid of. And and. What's happened through the boot camp experience, my band of brothers, and this journey into that has helped me so much because, again, it's about getting our hearts back as we, so we can live as David did, wholehearted, because we do things we don't know why we do them. We don't know why we get so aggravated, you know, in, <laughs> when somebody tries to cut us off in traffic, or we, we don't know why when we see a, a particular image, it does things to us, or if our older sister says something that sets us off or if it says it you know there's all sorts of things that <laughs> like my older sister used to say you're so immature but the neat thing is God has really restored that relationship in this late season and how beautiful it is that she he's given me my heart back with my sister like in so many different ways as a result of what he did at boot camp I don't know how to explain it other than that but by going through the process of really working on my heart and seeing how he wants to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captives free is one of the coolest walks that he's taken me on. And, and so as you think about this verse and you think about, are you ready to become who you are? Well, in order to do that, you've got to get your heart back. And, and, and what are you doing in your life in order to facilitate that very thing? Obviously, we're spending time with the Lord. Obviously, we're spending time in his word. But it's a relational thing. Jesus' walks have to do with people, and they have to do <laughs> with, with heart and getting real and taking off masks and all these things that I would not have ever learned had I not gone on that walk to that boot camp. Oh, I should, I guess I should say, if you want to join us in a boot camp, we have one coming up November 17th to the 20th, and that website is masculinejourney.org. We would love to see you at a boot camp and, and, and begin this journey of that particular walk. Maybe hear God telling you right now, follow me on this boot camp experience. We would love to see you. Thanks for listening.